0: In this post-pandemic world, we're also new to re-entering society full-time, that these are obviously concerns that we have to think about. Is someone that's willing to come in and work with others on a more regular basis, more worthy of a higher-up position than someone that wants to work from home and do it all remotely? I think you just have to kind of evaluate your priorities, take stock of where people are most productive. That's gonna be how a lot of companies start preparing for their re-entrance to full-time work or full-time hybrid, full-time, full-time. What kind of culture do you wanna have moving forward?
1: It's Julie Verhage Greenberg here with your Tux Time podcast from Fintech Today, where we talk about all things fintech. And in this episode, I am joined once again by my husband and head of partnerships at Fintech Today, Jordan Greenberg. And we did a survey recently. If you subscribe to our newsletter, you probably saw me put in the intro a couple of times asking people about going back to the office because now that the vaccine is rolling out, you started to see companies make more decisions about if people are going to have to come back and what that may or may not look like in the future too. Um, So Jordan, I'm excited to have you. We both used to have in-office jobs.
0: Yeah, that's right. Being a professional athlete, playing an indoor racket sport, it's a little bit difficult to do that from my home office. Uh, Having transitioned over to a fully remote lifestyle, uh, I'm pretty excited about what the future holds. Uh, We've just planned our honeymoon for Hawaii, and not saying I won't be doing work, but I think I'll be able to do a little bit of it just to keep things rolling uh, with FinTech today. So excited to kind of take a step out of the office uh, and hop into this remote first lifestyle.
1: Interesting you point out Hawaii, too, because you have a friend that works at a tech company and basically lived in Hawaii for how long, like two, three months and was working out there?
0: Yeah, he works for one of the big tech companies in San Francisco and a number of his colleagues and he during the pandemic, like right during the height of it, just kind of took a step back and thought about their daily lives and how they could kind of improve their spirits And so together, the group of them actually just Airbnb'd a place in Maui (laughs) and spent three months there, you know, doing a couple hours of work every day, finishing what needed to be done. And then in the off hours, surfing, snorkeling with turtles, you know, kind of going off the beaten path and doing some kite surfing, et cetera, uh, all from Hawaii. It could have been worse.
1: Uh, I don't think David Solomon of Goldman Sachs would have been too happy if he'd found out his employees were working two or three hours a day and then going surfing the rest of the time. For those that missed the story, um, David Solomon was in the Hamptons, like, what was it, like three, four months ago, whatever. And one of the analysts at the firm saw him at the restaurant and was like, oh, my God, I work for you guys. It's so nice to meet you. David was basically like, F off. Like, why are you not at the office right now? I mean, not that Goldman's being that strict about it, but it does feel like the banks are being far more strict about people coming back to a specific office, um, even if they get maybe one day uh, remote a week. But they're definitely putting more of an emphasis on that in-office culture than what it feels like a lot of the tech companies are, too. I mean... It varies, even tech companies are between all of them. There's some that are making it more in office versus there's a lot that are fully remote too. So I think it'll be really interesting to see where we end up landing on that. So diving into the survey though, something that is not surprising is that, you know, people do not want to go back to the office full time. That was very apparent. But the other thing that surprised me is that a lot of people don't wanna be fully remote either. So in the responses, about 50% said they would wanna be in the office around half the time. 40% said 25% or less, 10% said fully remote, and 5% said they'd wanna be in the office all the time. So the fact that like roughly half the time or quarter of the time were the two primary ones, is surprising yet not so surprising if you think about it, because I guess for me, I have it good and Jordan has it good and that like we work together, but we also live together. So I feel like I'm at the office at home a little bit and like having that co-worker interaction without actually having to commute into an office. What about you, Jordan? Do you feel that way or like what do you kind of see as the, the pros and cons here and did, did those stats surprise you?
0: I think that's, you know, what I would expect to see from a survey like this when we're so new to kind of going back to the office, there are always going to be people who enjoy that collaborative kind of uh, lifestyle. And I think that that kind of shows in this survey, you know, if you've got experience on a trading floor, a lot of people, you know, just have those, uh, you know, shouting matches with one another to kind of bounce ideas off of one another. And it's kind of hard to take yourself out of that environment entirely. So seeing people want to spend a quarter of the time in the office is Uh, Something that I would expect you know, from bankers, I think that they would argue that the quarter of the time they're out of the office is probably the weekend, even though sometimes they still have to go in. But yeah, for me personally, obviously as a really lean company with just Julie, Ian and myself, uh, it's nice that two thirds of our employees are out of our apartment. Uh, Julie and I definitely still are able to have that collaborative type of interaction with one another on a regular basis. So it still feels like we're working together, We're able to share ideas, bounce ideas off of one another and kind of help each other out when uh, times are tough. Uh, But as we scale, as we start hiring more, you know, I think it's going to be important to, you know, maybe once a quarter or once a year try and link up with one another in person just to, you know, get to know one another on a personal level aside from Zoom. I think we've all had that fatigue set in of getting to know one another electronically Uh, I've only met Ian in person once. And so even just with the co-founders, you know, it'll be great to just get to know one another personally, share some experiences together and kind of like help develop culture in that way as well.
1: Yeah. Something else that struck me about this survey is, I don't know if you guys personally have done surveys yourselves, but typically when you put in a spot where you can type something in, it's not like a multiple choice, yes or no, or like check a box type thing. Most people don't really write anything in there if they don't have to. And on the survey, I left that option on the last question, asking if you have anything else to say about this new working environment post-COVID. And roughly 70% of people that took the survey filled in something. And I'm talking like, not just like two-word answers. Yes, there were a couple of two-word answers, but you're talking like, paragraphs from people in here. So it feels like whatever your opinion is, you're super passionate about whatever that opinion is. And I think that's gonna be something that's really tricky for companies to put their heads around and truly please like as many people as possible, right? I know a lot of firms did surveys, like my, uh, my sister's company back home in Michigan where she works, they sent out a survey asking employees what their ideal time in or out of the office was and what's important to them. I'm sure that is far from the only company that has asked those types of questions. But it just seems like, you know, there's so many pros and cons to each environment. Like some people are worried about having a long commute. Some people like being at home working. Some people hate being at home working. There's a couple of responses here that say, Working from home makes me feel like I live in my office and I I get that I guess as a a co-founder I don't mind that as much because you basically work all the time anyway Anyways as a small business owner and I'm used to that just given that I grew up on a farm where my parents working all the time Too so that just feels natural to me, but I can see so many people where that doesn't feel natural either Do you ever feel like you live at the office Jordan?
0: I mean when you love what you do they say you never work
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His boss is sitting right next to him. So I think he kind of has to (laughs) say that too. But there's also people on here that are passionate. Like I love being remote. Um, You know, work from anywhere is the future. It opens up the hiring pool like crazy and things like that. A lot of people also mentioned productivity. And I feel like in the grand scheme of things, you have some employees that were less productive, perhaps like Jordan's friend that went to Maui and worked two hours a day. But you have other friends that were very productive during COVID and perhaps even more productive from home than they would have been from the office. So I feel like in the grand scheme of things, it typically balances out. Yes, some are lagging a bit, but others are outperforming. The other thing that I've seen people raise as issues, and I haven't gone through all the responses on here, so I'm not sure if people, I think there were one or two that mentioned this concern, is that if you have some people that love going to the office and go all the time and get that face time, are they going to be more likely to get promoted and do better than the ones that are working from home? And I I get, I feel that, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a tough issue that we've never really had to deal with and most employers haven't had to deal with in the past and employees haven't had to worry about in the past. But in this post-pandemic world, we're also new to kind of re-entering society full-time that these are obviously concerns that we have to think about and employers have to think about as they start looking to fill some vacancies, you know, is someone that's willing to come in and work with others on a more regular basis, you know, more worthy of a higher up position than someone that wants to work from home and dial in and do it all remotely? Like, I think you just have to kind of evaluate your priorities, you know, take stock of, yeah, where people are most productive, and I think each and every company kind of has their own culture and the culture in that company will determine how that does play out over time. I think it's tough to kind of find a one size fits all model for that. Um, and that's going to be how a lot of companies start preparing for their, I guess, re re-entrance to full time work or full time hybrid, full time, full time in the office work. You know, it's just developing your culture. Or what kind of culture do you want to have moving forward? Um, I think one thing that's been like really interesting, especially, you know, kind of going through the pandemic in New York City, midtown Manhattan is just kind of seeing the realignment of individuals' priorities. Uh, I used to deal with a lot of people that had high stress work lifestyles, didn't get to spend a lot of time with their families. You know, were at a trading floor early, had drinks after work etc. And it's nice to see them kind of like realign their priorities to spend more time with their family. And I think that that's one of these nice things that COVID has actually done with a remote lifestyle is just give people the opportunity to actually like see their kids grow up a bit more, maybe take an hour out of the day to go watch their kid play soccer, pick them up from school, drop them off from school or pack a lunch, just those things that are really hands on that you didn't get as much time to do before that you now have all this like newfound time to actually experience. Uh, personally, I'm looking forward to that in this lifestyle is just being able to kind of like share some more intimate moments with my family and our growing family. Uh, as we start thinking about that, that route as well.
1: I'm not pregnant. That's not an announcement. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> we, d- we did have a growing family. We got a new dog recently, so it- we have a fur baby, but not a human baby. <laughs> uh, don't worry. And I have not hidden that from you. I would let you know. Uh, But the other thing that I find interesting and I can't remember if it was you that mentioned this to me or someone else is that as companies go remote, if they are fully remote, I think a lot of them are going to look to do, you know, corporate events where they maybe travel and like get together as a team once a quarter and things like that do, you know, either rent out a space in the city where most of them are or actually like fly somewhere and meet up. Um, if it's a more, you know, there's not that many people in certain cities and it's very remote and all over the place um, But I feel like if there was a company that's like building out a platform to help people Organize corporate events and excursions like that. Like, that would be a pretty good bet right now I feel like
0: yeah, I think that is a great way to bring a company together once a quarter once a year and just obviously meet the people that you've hired while you're all fully remote uh, you know, if anyone's thinking of a great startup idea, be sure to count us in on some of those profits as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I have money to angel invest if you want to get me in on that. <laughs> Cause I am bullish on that idea. Uh, but it, like I mentioned, even in FinTech, it's varying based on company. There's some like FinTech today. Uh, FinEx is pretty remote payments company. Um, Trying to think of other that ones are just like fully remote, but there's others that are very in-office heavy Which current one of the challenger banks based in New York is very in-office heavy. They're not hiring anyone that's fully remote I'm sure they're letting people work from home like once a week if they need to and whatnot, but there's no like set-in-stone hybrid culture. Um, Alloy is a little bit of a mix in between, where I know that they are allowing people to work from home. And one of the co-founders, in fact, lives in San Francisco, even though most of the employees are in New York. So there are exceptions to remote employees, but they're very much, like, want to have an office, want people to come in as much as they can, like, get time that's necessary. Um, So it'll be interesting to kind of, like, bookmark, I guess, would be a correct term of which companies are taking which routes and just seeing like how their hiring goes and everything as well. Cause I feel like there are a lot of people that if they do switch jobs, one of the first key questions they're gonna have and most important aspects of whether or not they wanna take the job at a certain company is that corporate lifestyle. If someone wants to be in the office, they're not gonna wanna interview at a company that's fully remote and vice versa. The other thing that's interesting, and we've noticed this in the housing market, is that with all these people that are now fully remote moving to places where you know it wasn't expensive like New York City, San Francisco, and other big areas, um, really doing a lot to? I don't think wreck havoc is the right term, but just drastically change the housing markets of those new areas because obviously, if you're coming from New York or San Francisco with a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar salary job, and you're moving to a place where. Like the household income like combined is a hundred thousand versus you and your spouse each making one hundred to two hundred thousand. Like what you can afford makes such a difference. So anyone looking to buy new homes or upgrade or anything in those areas, it's just such a changing dynamic for them too. We've seen that a lot in Austin. Like there's no way people that have been hired here, whether it be at a tech company here or elsewhere you know, has those crazy salaries. Now, all of a sudden you have people that are coming in from these big hubs that make buco bucks and are bidding out, bidding up homes like crazy. I think our real estate agent sent us a stat yesterday where while the market's cooling off, housing prices from the start of 2021 have gone up 50% in some cases in Austin. That's absurd. Like, I don't think you've ever seen that kind of housing market here, let alone almost anywhere.
0: Yeah, I think she added in that while this has always been a hot market, Austin's always been an attractive city to live. There's never been anything in the city's history even remotely close to this. Uh, I think that, you know, Austin is one of those rare exceptions where you've kind of got this great blend of culture and cost of living. And it's attracted a lot of these tech people, ourselves included, from other parts of the country. I, for one, am excited to hopefully see some of them go back to San Francisco (laughs) and New York. Uh, But I think with uh, some of these Bitcoin miners coming in from China, it's actually maybe not going to be the case that we see a full evacuation of of the tech society from Austin (laughs) moving forward.
1: God, don't bring in the Bitcoin people. They can go. I thought they were going to Miami.
0: We were trying to have Ian force them to go to Miami.
1: Maybe the hot weather that we're having will will scare some of these people away. But I would love to hear you guys that are listening. You know, ping me on Twitter. Send me an email. Julie at fintechtoday.co um, I would love to get your thoughts. Whether you want to like keep it anonymous or you want to go on the record or anything, I want to hear what more people are thinking about this. Whether it be you know what your thoughts are, are as an employee or what your company's doing, and you know the pros and cons that you see and you know anything we might m- have missed in this conversation too, because I think it's something that we're going to keep coming back to.
0: Yeah, and if it's something that you're super passionate about and have a lot of uh, valuable insight into, if you've worked remote first and you're being forced to go back to the office, you know, maybe we'll have you on the podcast to talk about this, you know, down the road somewhere.
1: Totally. But that is it for today's episode. Otherwise go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify podcast, wherever you're listening to this, tell your friends about it, but I will catch you guys next time. Thank you, Jordan.
0: Thank you. Bye guys.